We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. Notice he said, Thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Now we know God's behind it, but you are the one that's going to make your way prosperous. We know indirectly God's involved, but you, see, in other words, it's up to you, so to speak, whether you make your way prosperous or not. It's up to you whether you have good success or not. Thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Godliness is Profitable. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I'll tell you, even the world, when they see that you mean business, it makes a difference. And so godliness ensures promotion. Godliness ensures perpetuity. Somebody said, I believe it was John Wesley said, sin paralyzes while godliness perpetuates. Then John Wesley said, God does not love inconstant souls. He loves that which resembles his own immutability. The Bible said the righteous also holdeth on his way, and he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger. The Bible said bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days. Well, now somebody said, I knew so-and-so, and they was mean, they lived a long time. They could have lived even longer if they'd done what the Bible said to do. Godliness promises perpetuity. Hallelujah. And then finally, godliness promises prosperity. Now you get over here on then this area. You know, a lot of folks have got a lot of ideas. But why don't we just listen to the Bible instead of presenting our ideas? First of all, as we go to the Old Testament, we can see that God said to Joshua, way back there in Joshua, the first chapter in the eighth verse, he said, for him not to let the word of this law. Well, we could change that and it wouldn't do an injustice. We could just say, don't let the word of God depart out of thy mouth, but meditate therein day and night. Now notice what he said, the results would be of meditating in God's word or God's law. Then he said, thou shalt make, thou shalt make. Thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Well, are we looking for good success? How many of us want to be successful? God tells us how. God tells us how. Meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do all that's written therein, and thou shalt make thy way prosperous. You see, it isn't a matter that so much... Now, now God's in it. Don't misunderstand me. 
It is not a matter that God just singled somebody out and said, I'm going to make an example of them. God has given all of us the same rules, the same law, the same word. And it'll work for every one of us if we'll work it. Notice he said, thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Now we know God's behind it, but you're the one that's going to make your way prosperous. We know indirectly God's involved, but you, see, in other words, it's up to you, so to speak, whether you make your way prosperous or not. It's up to you whether you have good success or not. Thou shalt make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success. Another translation is my favorite. It said, thou shalt be able to deal wisely in the affairs of life. Well, you couldn't be successful if you couldn't deal wisely in the affairs of life, could you? Now, here's another scripture. Second Chronicles, the 26th chapter and the 5th verse. As long as Uzziah sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Now you see, there's God's side again and man's side. You see, God didn't single him out and just make him to prosper, but he did what God told Joshua to do. You see, he sought the Lord. That is, he put God first. He put God's word first. And the Lord made him, it said, to prosper. The Bible said, Concerning Joseph, that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. The Bible said in the first psalm, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of God. We could say his delight is in the word of God. And in his law or word doth he meditate day and night. Now listen. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth it will be a failure. Oh no, I got that wrong, didn't I? Well, part of the time it will anyway. Better watch out because your days are coming, boy. No, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now, you see, don't just pick out that little clause that said whatsoever he doeth shall prosper and say, well, glory to God, whatever I do now is going to prosper. No, take the steps that are given you ahead of time and then it'll come to pass. You see, it's conditional, isn't it? It's conditional on taking these steps or putting those steps into practice, or doing what he said do. You know, friends, many Christians, many wonderful people, born-again, spirit-filled Christians, many are poor, not because they have honored God, but because they've dishonored him. Way back in the Old Testament, God said, them that honor me, I will honor. Many times, Christians, believers, are not prospering because of doing the wrong thing instead of the right thing. There, many times, a laziness, extravagance, poor management, 
John Wesley said, make all you can, save all you can, give all you can. Praise God. Now God in his word tells us in no uncertain terms the truth about prospering financially. Notice here in the Old Testament, and it applies to us that we'll show you in just a moment, but let's read it for ourselves. Don't just take somebody's word for it. But here in the third chapter of Malachi, God said to Israel, understand this, we'll get around in a minute to prove that it belongs to us, But notice he said in the 8th verse of the 3rd chapter of Malachi, Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, Wherein have we robbed thee? Now notice what he said. In tithes and offerings. Ye are cursed with a curse. For ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Hallelujah. Now the blessing he's talking about isn't a spiritual blessing. It's talking about a material financial blessing. Now let's go on reading. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all the nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. I knew a man personally in my hometown that uh, in his church, it was just what we'd call denominational church. He didn't know about the baptism of the Holy Ghost to speak with tongues. But they were having a missionary convention. Now his church didn't necessarily even preach paying tithes. They did teach and preach giving. But they're having a missionary convention. And he, and he told me personally, I, I knew about the, the thing because it was, I knew about what happened because I'd heard. I mean, it's, it's common knowledge. Everybody knows about it. But when I talk to him personally, see, I want to get firsthand from his, his side of the question. And so he said, uh, I asked myself the question. I wanted to help not only our local church, but the missionary program of our lo- local church. And I said to myself, see, not because his church even taught it, because he had read it in the Bible. Now, how much do I expect to make this year? He was a farmer. I don't mean just had one little farm. He farmed hundreds of acres. And this is many, many years ago when, you know, $10,000 would be like 30, 40, 50, even 100,000 today. He said, well, I expect to make $100,000 this year. Pretty good for a farmer, isn't it? So he didn't have 
the money. I, 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 I want to get it in on this convention. He went to the bank, because he owned land, and borrowed the money. In fact, he said, I, I borrowed 20000 I gave more than tithes. I gave 20000 double. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. This year, we're celebrating 50 years of camp meetings. In honor of this momentous occasion, this month we're offering the four-volume set, Camp Meeting Classics, consisting of 16 CDs featuring Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, as well as a few special speakers such as Oral Roberts, John Osteen, Mark Hankins, and many others. You can get all of this for the price of $50, which is more than 50% off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And guess what's happening in September? We're going to start uh, Rama Bible Training College up That's again. That's right. Uh, and we're enrolling right, right now. now. Yes. So actually, uh, you can apply online if you want to, but you can go to RBTC. Dot org yes. and get all the information about the school. You can even apply online right mm-hmm. there. So if you're interested in coming to the school, uh, Rama Bible Training College, uh, yes. just go to rbtc.org and you can get all the, all information, the information there. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.